Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, live at the ILWU Memorial Hall in Wilmington, California. Here, this is this is a Eric Peralta, aka the Wrestling Enthusiast, here live at PCW Ultra's anniversary eight. Here, it's going to be an exciting event here tonight. Boy, oh boy, man, we got a jam-packed house already that started to file in. They're back on Fridays now, and uh, apparently. Uh, People are still fighting traffic out there, but of course, if people that live in LA, uh, if you know LA, the traffic sucks. But nonetheless, though, yeah, we're here. We're gonna be celebrating the eighth anniversary of PCW Ultra, and we got a banger of a card showing up tonight with the main event being LA Park challenging Jacob Fatu, the Samoan World, for the PCW Ultra Heavyweight Championship. It's gonna be a banger, no doubt about it. And then we'll talk about the other matches that will be coming up in just a little bit. And uh, with me at this time, Louis in the house tonight. Yo, Louis, what's up? Yo, what's going on, man? It's your boy Louis World in the building right here, kicking over the anniversary eight here for PCW in 2024. Hell yeah, man! This is going to be a, a hell of a show. You know, it's going to be a, 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 a certified bangers everywhere, all in the car tonight. Yo, man, what's up, man? How you been? Hey, what's up? What's going on? Tell everybody your name over there. Uh, Juvenile Jimenez. Been coming to these shows for the last two to three years. I can't remember anymore, but they've always been fun shows to come to. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's funny because, like I said, I the very first PCW Ultra show that I ever attended um, was uh, Phantasm 2017. That was seven years ago. Um, so um, it's going to be an interesting. This is a hell of a. It's not just here in Southern California, but also we got other wrestling action going on all over the country, all over the world for that matter. And you just mentioned to me uh, TNA Wrestling Hard to Kill. Yeah. What do you think about that one? I am excited to see what they have in store for what matches, the, the matches. I'm excited for Hammerstone to get in a shot at Josh Alexander, hopefully get signed. I really want that to happen. Uh, but just seeing like, just the just TNA and everyone accepting that this is this is what we want. This is this is a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And lately, the seeing the new championship belts, who wouldn't want to fight for that for that championships? You know, ever since they Impact has re re rebranded back to TNA Wrestling, like they, they they've been having a huge buzz going on with the promotion. And it's showing everywhere. They got the Hard to Kill pay-per-view coming up in in uh, Saturday. And then on Sunday, they got the Snake Eyes show that will be coming up. And it's going to feature some stars from New Japan. My only thing is, if they do not have Cross the Line in their first TNA episode, I'm going to be mad. Because that is TNA. Cross the Line. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a hell of a slogan. And I remember that slogan back in oh, all the way. Hype beyond hype. And Back in like late 2004, that's what I remember so much about yeah, that. They've been using that. came in in 2007, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. It was right around that time, so I think that's what when the cross the line thing and you know, they had a hell of an introduction. Oh, yeah, it's amazing shit. But um, nonetheless, though, that's going to be happening in Vegas. If you're going to be in the Vegas area, make sure you try to get tickets whenever you can, whenever available. For that extra additional seating for that uh, the 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 hard to kill pay per view and I believe the the snake eye savings. Right. 
What do you think of TNA going back from Impact Wrestling? You know, I'm just glad they brought back to where we started since they built the TNA back in 2002. But I'm glad that Scott Jamar decided to bring TNA back, and I'm fucking happy about it. And I'm more excited for TNA bring back here uh, and ten, TNA, TNA, yeah. TNA. I remember that takes me back, you know, back like 20 years ago. And, you know, I, I can't wait, you know, to see what they have in store for everybody, you know? What Scott Demore did with with that brand ever since he took over, and what he was, what he did with what he was working with, yeah, it's amazing of how uh, like he's getting his flowers, which I appreciate because oh, yeah. he put in so much work to make to restore that reputation that yeah. they have lost previously. Absolutely, it, it has that nostalgia feeling, and not to mention that. It's going to be something that they're cooking up a storm with, and it's going to be fantastic to see. So we're going to we're going to check on that. Make sure you guys check it out on the weekend on Thriller Plus or Pay Per View, wherever you can find it, wherever it's available. Hard to Kill and Snake Eyes this coming weekend on Saturday and Sunday, respectively. But let's talk about uh, tonight's show, the the main show at hand, which is PCW Ultra Anniversary Eight that's taking place tonight. Um, so what do you guys think of? Uh, let's talk about the first match up here. We got a grudge match going on between Grizz Brody versus Kevin Koa. Obviously, you know, they have a history. They can't get along in the tag team when they fought Power and Privilege. And sure enough, that creature feature, all hell broke loose with that team. And Kevin Koa decided to take actions in his own hands. Now, Grizz Brody is uh, up for the challenge against Kevin Koa. And it's a grudge match. And he's out for revenge. I'm pretty sure Grizz Brody is. So what do you guys think about that? Kevin Koa is going to win this match. No disrespect to Grizz, but Grizz, at every moment that that he, he was needed for a tag-in, he wasn't there. Koa had every right to beat him up. I'm sorry, but that is true. Yeah, and what do you think? Tony? I agree with what he said, but I don't blame Grizzly for, for that. But I know, I know the first time I thought they were not even going to work out, but I guess I was right. Well, so Koa is going to win that match. Yeah, so you think Kevin Koa, huh? Well, never say never. I think I'm going to... It's a, it's kind of a pick em. So, But I will say, yeah. 50-50. It's 50-50 for me, but I think uh, Grizz Brody's going to win it. Ricky's in the house tonight. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? He's famously known here at the venue as War Beast Guy, Ricky Mendoza. Um, we are just talking about the matches that are up and coming. For, we're talking about the grudge match between Kevin Koa and Grizz Brody. Uh, what do you think about that matchup? Uh, it's gonna be crazy, man, because at the last show, they that, they went against Power and Privilege. It was a betrayal. But between uh, Boa and the other guy, they're gonna. I think that, that um, Brody might get his revenge tonight against Kevin. That makes two of us because uh, we're predicting uh, Grizz Brody's gonna win. Uh, these two are predicting Kevin Cole is gonna win. So, like I said, it's kind of a pick'em in a way. So I agree. I agree. I definitely agree. This is a, definitely a pick'em. Absolutely. Yeah. Match number two that we have on hand is uh, Lord Draco versus Rey Leon, and it's a Lucha Libre match. Uh, this match, uh, we've seen Rey Leon come here before. He fought against uh, Casey Navarro last time uh, he was here, which is at back in June of last year. Um, now, as far as that matchup is concerned, who do you think has the edge And when, when Rey Leon is facing uh, Lord Drago here tonight? I can't really say because I, I I'm just brand new to both like 
Ray Leon and, and Lord, Lord Draco, but just seeing uh, his match against uh, Casey Navarro, uh, Ray Leon, I figured he has more of the advantage in this case, but I'm not going to count on Lord Draco in, in his debut. So it's really anyone's anyone's match to win. I agree as well. Since, like I said, this is the first time we get to see Lord Drago in the PCW. But Ray Leon, the last match against Casey Navarro, he did amazing, especially with our lucha skills, and he's quick as well. Absolutely. Uh, both of them are high-speed technicians with that fast-paced lucha libre style. So you have to give on the edge on that one there. Um, now, as far as who do you think is going to win these matches? So, uh, first with you, Louis. It's going to be a 50-50 for that match, but I think Ray Leon is going to pull out that win right here. And what do you think? Who do you think is going to win? I think Ray Leon. Oh, everybody's uh, choosing Ray Leon on that one there. Interesting pick, interesting call, but I will say, yeah, we've seen Ray Leon is. And, yeah, we got to admit, Lord Drago is a bit of an uh, unknown factor. But I'm going to be predicted. If they announce if this might be a, for a shot of the Ultralight Champion for the next show, yeah. I better hope this is my predicted for that. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, Ray Leon, uh, Ray Leon, and uh, Lord Drago is going to be. Because originally I thought with Ray Leon, Ray Leon, and Ryan Keith booked, uh, I was thinking it was going to be for the championship. I I don't know what what happened there, but if it leads to a championship match, I'm down all, all for it. Look at, look at Tony right here. He's just fucking looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> You're a motherfucker, that's why. No, nah, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fucking bitch. Fucking bitch. Hey, just this in case we know what we're doing. We're doing a live broadcast. Hey, man, what's what up, man? What the hell? What's up? What was that? Well, we're actually talking about uh, oh, up-and-coming matches until... This fucker showed up. <laughs> well, what are we gonna think? If you got a skit, if you get involved in our skit, we're gonna beat your ass. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, hey Tony. Hey, this over here. hey Tony said it. I didn't. Yeah, we beat his ass. Yeah, oh there you god. go. Hey, so we're predicting. Who do you think, uh, Lord Drago and uh, Ray Leon? Who do you think is gonna win that one? Out? I'm a big fan of Ray Leon. Ray Leon's pretty dope. Yeah. He's he's it's not his first rodeo here, so. He's, he's been kind of moving up in the ranks from what I see. I'm a big fan of him. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's a Shout out to this guy wearing the Boondocks uh, backpack. It's pretty damn. Hey, you know what? I like that. I have the Boondocks there. I like that shit. PCW. From day one. Uh, well, let me ask you a question about since this is the eighth anniversary. Yes. What, was, what was the first PCW Ultra Show that you ever attended? Um, I've actually helped from the beginning, but Relentless was my main uh, thing that I helped uh, uh, promote. That was that was like during the Oak Street Gym days. And, oh wow! Uh, uh, we 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 bumped up since then. We had like about fifty or more people to what it is now to like a ton of people to where we had to move to uh, the ILWU um, uh, hall here in Wilmington. So yeah. like. Uh, like the proof is in the pudding, what you see through the years. So yeah, it's because of you guys. You guys uh, made us big to where we were, where we are now. And there's other feds out there that are that have been here longer than us. And there's like you know they don't get as as many people as us. Like just telling the truth, not not talking crap or anything like that. No disrespect. But for eight years, for us to pull up this many people in a building with the air conditioning. Uh, as opposed to back in the day with the ECW days where there was no air conditioning in the ECW arena. Yep. It's like God sent, you know, it's a blessing. Oh, yeah. And, um, 
Yeah, people are comfortable and they're enjoying wrestling and uh, and still we're still going on strong. We conquered COVID, we conquered deaths, we conquered just so much shit. adversity yeah. and so much adversity and just it's a Cody Rhodes. <laughs> it's a, oh, there, there you go. <laughs> hey, he's the one that hey, said that. Hey, he said that, not me. No, he's the one that said it, not me. Now, yeah. yeah. Now let you take fucking responsibility for that shit now. <laughs> No, but you know you're, you're absolutely right. Go ahead and continue. Wait, wait. When when was yours? Uh, my first show was back, actually seven years ago this month uh, at Phantasm. Oh wow! I was told about this promotion by a friend that I used to work with, and he was getting involved in in the wrestling business himself until you know he had a until he had a like work and stuff. But he's the one that recommended me. Hey, you know, come out here to Wilmington, check out PCW, oh, PCW no. Ultra. Come and check this promotion out. You're gonna, it's gonna, you know, you see all these promotions like PWG and all that stuff. And here, Southern California has a home base here now, and it's PCW. So, and when when I came up there, and the main event was Rob Van Dam going up against uh, Willie Mack, and and then we see all these future stars. Some of them going to AEW, some of them going to WWE, you know, MLW, Impact, TNA wrestling now. So. You get, you see all this, and it's the, it's like history continues to repeat itself. It's like more and more stars start showing up, and they start coming. And that's the thing about that's great about PCW Ultra. Oh, totally. Like um, I live uh, pretty near near the venue, and um, uh, personally, this has been like a childhood dream of mine to to have wrestling near my my hometown. Yeah. So uh, near this is Wilmington. The Mexicans around here call it Wilmas, yeah. and then right next door is a uh, Carson. And basically, we're in the middle of everything. There's Long Beach right there. There's Torrance right there. Yeah. There's San Pedro right there. Yeah. So you would they literally call Carson like the eight ball? Because like if you think of like pool terms, eight eight balls in the middle. Yeah. So you got to get through this area to get to LA to get to Redondo Beach. And because of that, you literally see in our fans. The multicultural like uh, mixture of Mexicans, Jews, whites, Filipinos, Samoans, yeah. like you have that rich multicultural fan base, and to me, that's what separates us from other feds. Yeah. And like, I've been there since the beginning of PWG. I've been there since like the beginning of XPW yeah like I'm, I'm I've been in this business for a long time so I've seen the similarities and differences of fans and honestly without being sounding biased our fans are are freaking multicultural and we have a we have an amazing turnout these days and it says a lot you know and oh, yeah. a mixture of like demographics like younger kids to older kids like EWF has like more of like the more conservative fans, you yeah. know what I'm saying? PWG has the more lively fans, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We have like a, a gumbo, menudo mix yeah. of, 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 of fans. That. You should have seen them when they waited four months for another show to come up. Oh, man, you oh, know, it was yeah. crazy, man. Absolutely. Yeah, and they still came in with the same energy as yeah. the last show. Absolutely, and that's the thing about PCW Ultra is that everybody brings that energy every show they go to. And you know, every time, I've seen bangers after bangers every time I come to PCW Ultra Show. We were so close during that time. We were so close to just calling it quits. And uh, Sheik, I was one of the only people 
one of the original people from the first year that she uh, called and said, "Dude, we need you." Yeah. And like, I'm like, you, I got, I, you have my love and support. So after COVID, so much has changed. But then, you know, we we're just kicking ass again, and like, it's because of you fans that that come still come and still support and 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 we love you guys and like i said it's been a childhood dream of mine to have wrestling around specifically this area because if you don't know uh yokozuna went to high school down the street at banning oh yokozuna went down there when i when i was a kid i remember uh uh him living down near carson park and uh uh for his his relatives even when the usos were young like Undertaker would come down just for the family parties. Yeah. Like, wow. like it, it's just little memories I had. Tajiri lives down in Torrance. Oh, uh, well, Yoshitatsu lives in Torrance. Wow. Uh, RVD lives in, in PV. Oh. You know, like nearby, there's just so much random, you know, like knowledge of, of like, I guess you could say celebrities. Like, yeah. Not just in this world, but in the music industry. Yeah. Up, up, down there, up in the hills, that's where. Rest in peace, Chester from Lincoln Park lived yeah. and killed himself. Wow. Yeah. Uh, like, rest in peace. You know, that's where Pal Gasol lives. Yeah. Like, that's shout like, out to Pal Gasol. Hell, yeah. Shout out to Pal Gasol. You yeah, know? hell yeah. You like, know, Quentin Tarantino uh, was born and raised around Carson in Torrance area. Yeah, Quentin Towers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, don't, people, people don't know that, but that, 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 that's what's dope about this particular area. That's why I love it. Because anyone can do shows in Hollywood. Anyone can do shows in, in Ventura. You know what I'm saying? But to attack, attract this type of crowd and to keep it consistent is fucking amazing. Absolutely. And I'm so proud of everyone involved. And it just, it shows. It shows in you guys showing up, showing love. You know, it's a genuine, like, fandom. Like, it, like no one's nitpicky, like there's no dumbasses like saying racist bullshit in the, right. in, in the crowd, you know. If it is, it's an old school type of uh, of humor, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, but because uh, I remember the other feds, I remember how like the fans changed as soon as they got bigger, you know. It's, oh, yeah. it's a big difference. It's a big difference without naming any names, you know? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure you could tell, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and then you get, like, the fans are just... There's good good fans and then there's bad fans, yeah. you know? Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know you for know sure. You know what I'm talking about. I, I know, because I've seen one. <laughs> I can't stand, like, yeah, the damn talk show. Oh! oh yeah. Now you got to get Tony involved in that one. Oh. Is he still talking with Jess Malone? Oh, well, man. of course... No, he's... I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you here. He, he's, he's been talking to her for like the last 20 minutes. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like she's, she's his cousin or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You just shot his game down right now. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, I don't mean. No, big shout out to Tony, by the way. But you know what? You're right about everything. And see, um, that's a little exclusive for you fans out there that don't know about that. The stories that come around this area. In the South Bay, so to say, every so it's a it's a melting pot of multicultural talent, people, and and you know everybody's they always have a great time out here at the PCW Ultra shows. They showcase a little bit of everything, you know. You want and it's to the point where like some of our own fans have their own fans. Like this dude right here, Ricky Mendoza. Yes. 
Absolutely. This dude is known as the War Ricky, Beast guy. Ricky Mendoza, very, very, War Beast guy. Very similar to back in the days in ECW when they had the hat guy. Yeah. They had the Hawaiian shirt guy. Yep. If you know your history, um, you know, a Vlad. You know, yeah. like they have a documentary on uh, Vlad. Yeah, I've seen the documentary. He, he was a diehard WWF, WWE fan. Yep. And he was he went to a lot of ECW fans, ECW events. Yep. And uh, so Ricky, to me, Ricky is one of those those fans that kind of like stand out like in the crowd yeah. and you, the only way to really experience the full fullness of PCW and Ricky being the hardcore war beast <laughs> fan is yeah. to come down here and just see it for yourself oh like, hell yeah like that's 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 just the east one of the many easter eggs of our company you know absolutely like you get what I'm saying oh like, yeah no and you know what Guy who, who would take off his shirt if he was allowed exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. See, he has fans. Our fans have yeah, fans. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's right. He's right. He'll he'll rip it off just to see Jacob Fatu and Justin Samuel the Sheik come out. Exactly. And he'll just roar out in the crowd. You know yeah. what I mean? And I and I, and I swear he's not a plant. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he's not a plant. If he was a plant, he's a chia pet. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you got something to say, uh, Ricky? Yeah. yeah what's up, man? Here at PCW Ultra, man. You guys represent. I'm representing War Beast, I'm representing my queen, Viva Van, but tonight is going to be all violence is legal. There you go, Ricky. Yeah, yeah, we, see, we got everything going on right here, PCW Ultra's Anniversary 8 show, no doubt about it. Any other questions, are you good? Or? Oh, let's, let's actually talk about, because we're talking about the matches. We talked about the first two matches that took place. There he goes. Now that's, that's a War Beast guy, Ricky. That's what, there you go. So, nonetheless, so we talked about the first two matches. Let's talk about the third match that we have on hand. We got, we got Los Suavecitos taking on Power and Privilege of Devin Reno and, of course, Christopher Landon Anthony Streeter, otherwise known as Class. So, Suavecitos come up. They're a hungry tag team here in PCW Ultra. And then you also got Power and Privilege just coming up a victory over Kevin Koa and, and uh, Grizz Brody. So... The fact of that is, who do you guys got in this matchup, in this tag team matchup with the up-and-comers of Suavecitos, thank you very much, and, uh, and of course, Power and Privilege. What do you think? Okay, uh, it, um, I love both. I love, I love Power and Privilege. I love Los Suavecitos. Uh, that's hard to choose, honestly, because uh, uh, Power and Privilege are on a roll, you yeah. know, like, they had an amazing match at the Rose Bowl, if you saw. Suavecitos, mm. uh, to me, to me, they're making their own mark as like a as a newer, up and coming, young bucks type of tag team. That's not a good really, not really the young buck, but their own little thing. You know, they're, what I'm they're doing their thing. They're inspired by them. That's yeah. that's kind of like what I saw yeah, and, and, and I, what I love about them is that the Suavecitos are so west coast yeah. and they're young and they're hungry and um, and like it's it's they haven't even hit the tip of their prime yet dude yeah like they're, they're, they're just starting and it's like for us to see them grow right now is amazing so um I honestly don't know. Like, who do you think? You know, uh, Suavecitos, I've seen them wrestle, not just here in pre-CW Ultra, but in West many Pro. West Coast Pro, oh, yeah. Prestige, um, Winner's Circle. Circle Pro, Rival Pro, and I've seen many different promotions out there. Yeah. 
Um, I even seen them in Vegas one time uh, wrestle at FSW. They also, they also made the Ring of Honor debut, if I'm not correcting, or was it Collision? Um, it was um, AEW Collision. I oh, okay, it was yeah, Collision. Or Rampage, something like that. Yeah, something yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Those two. Yeah, but nonetheless, though, yeah. Um, it, they've been impressing everybody everywhere they go. And right now, that since they're going to be facing power and privilege at PCW Ultra here at the Anniversary 8 show, you know, it, I like like um, like Gorilla, the late Gorilla Monsoon once said, this is a pick em. Because, you know, it's kind of hard to tell because both teams have their own distinct feel, their own distinct style. And like I said, Los Suavecitos is a young, hungry tag team. And they're going to want to get that victory. My prediction would be power and privilege, though. Because they're a little older, and they're a little more nastier. They're a little more hungrier. I think they got that huge boost from uh, from doing uh, uh, the historic Rose Bowl match. And, and, and class, class and Reno, <laughs> when they... When, when, when they, they were singles... It didn't, it didn't feel like it was working, but when they tagged, there was something with that. I, I was about to say, like with them, like individually and collectively, Reno and Class, when they set their mind on something and they have a certain attitude and focus on something, yeah. all I got to say is like the, their opponents better watch out. Yeah, that's uh, true. Especially if they don't have gold, because Class and Reno want gold. That's yeah. just their thing. Suavecitos, they're dope. But, like, who knows? Yeah, they might pull an upset. Who knows? Because they're just as hungry. But I believe Reno and Class are older, and they're, they've been hungrier for a longer time. So my pick is uh, is uh, Reno and Class. Yeah, that's very good. Very good observation right there. And, yeah, it's very hard to pick who's going to win. But nonetheless, though, you know, who do you think is going to win, Louis? Well, I know it's going to be a really good match, but I think there's a possibility that Power Approach are going to win this match. What do you think? I'm putting my, my money on Salvacitos. I just really liked them from when I saw them at the, at the pre-show and two shows ago. Oh, yeah. So, and even if they don't win, I still see a huge potential on those guys. I think it's just a matter of them being, like, going out to the Midwest and to the East Coast, and eventually they'll... I believe their their ceiling is no. There's no limit to their ceiling. Absolutely. Yeah. No. I agree. I agree. So that's going to be a hell of a matchup. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, you know. Hey. Um, as far as I'm concerned, you know, we're looking at a certified tag team struggle here later on tonight. Uh, match number four. We got a non-title bout between Galeno Del Mal going up against the PCW Ultra Light Champion, the Bounty Hunter. Brian Keith. Sponsored that, by you. Sponsored by, of course, yours truly, the wrestling enthusiast. So, um, no doubt, um, when I saw this matchup announced, I was thinking to myself, whoa, shit. We're going to see something special here tonight. Uh, it's like a, almost like a bit of a David and Goliath type situation. So, what do you guys think about that one? Like you said, David and Goliath. Uh, it's, you said it's a non-title match? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, because if you told me Galeno's under 200, I'm like, nope. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I believe uh, Batman is a juicy man. Oh yeah, he's a big dude. Meaty dude, man. Oh yeah. Uh, for, for the light, ultra lightweight title, that's crazy. Like you said, David versus Goliath. Um, man, I'm always rooting for Keith. Keith is amazing, but this is a crazy match. Uh, yeah. 
It should be really good, but uh, I think Keith is going to have a run for his money, but somehow I think Keith is pretty cerebral when he can. Yeah. So I think, if anything, Keith might use his uh, his uh, intelligence against against his opponent. That will play a factor. Unless uh, his opponent goes apeshit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And remember, the last time Galeno was here, he fought Juicy for now. So, yeah. So It was like a really fucking... It was like a 200-pound fucking gorillas. Yeah? Yeah. That's... That's one way to put it. I mean, you got two super heavyweights going up, you know. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? Hey, you know, I hope that ring's reinforced for all the action that's going to take place. So, but nonetheless, though, um, who do you guys got? What do you guys got now? I got to go with BK. Yeah? BK, yeah. what do you think? You got the best, BK. And you? It's BK because he's got the, the experience. He's, he's been more world like traveled and yeah. um, to say that he doesn't have the doesn't, yeah. he can't beat this man it's like well he's beating other bigger dudes too true yeah true. you know it's funny i actually when i saw bk over at wrestling revolver in uh, glendale it was funny because i mentioned to him because you said world renowned and yeah he is because he's He's going to Japan in a few weeks. Yeah. He's going to wrestle for DDT Pro. He's been and, in Mexico a bunch And he's been to Mexico. He wrestled, um, actually, he wrestled at Lucha Memes, which is over in Mexico. And um, a couple of days ago, he was in Dynamite at Lenny's place. Absolutely. When he fought against uh, Roderick Strong. I was about to say, when he wrestled for Lucha Memes over there in Mexico, he said how hard and flat the fucking ring mat was. And he was like, damn, that shit has no gift. He, uh, Brian Keith. Keith. When he wrestled, Keith. In, Mexico. He wrestled in Mexico. Yeah. I think he fought Calibus. I think uh, the luchador from there. He's one of their top stars there. Oh yeah, no doubt. But it's, but anyway, any doubt? Yeah. Um, it's just a. He's a fantastic competitor, and I see bigger things coming up. And I say I wouldn't be surprised. He ends up in a pretty big, significant spot later on this year. So, uh, Brian Keith, the BK himself, you know. No, he can't have it your way. He's going to have it his way. <laughs> one, one person, and this is a personal opinion, is more of a personal opinion than a, than a PCW opinion. But then again, it's kind of significant as well. Uh, I personally uh, I personally believe, and if you saw the history-making uh, Rose Bowl main event, yeah. Douglas James versus Brian Keith, fucking amazing, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, and it was just phenomenal. By the way, I want to say hello to Joyce and give her a quick, hap quick happy birthday shout out to her. You want to say hello to Happy birthday to me. Yes, happy birthday to you. Happy happy birthday birthday to you. <laughs> nah, well, but he's almost in a couple months. My birthday's in a few months, so in March, March 27th. Okay, party. We'll party. We'll party for sure. Yay. Before I go to Philly. Okay. All right, for sure. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I think uh, Brian Keith. Is going to be, and in, in, I think he's going to come up with a victory in this one. Yeah. No disrespect at all to Galeno Demar. After all, I know, once again, Galeno world traveled. You know, he went to Japan for Gleet, and well, they pronounce they pronounce it great, but no, it's because that's the reason why they call it Gleet because it's supposed to be great. But uh, I actually seen wrestling from that promotion on YouTube, and actually really entertaining, really fun matches. They even have like. 
martial arts rules too in some of the matches. So I suggest people check it out. And I know he also wrestled with Prestige those last two shows. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Which I remember he fought against Moose, which I was still kind of surprised. Oh yeah. No doubt. But anyway, this is going to be a hell of a matchup. Um, two more matches we're going to talk about. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Good, good, good. You're enjoying yourself? Of course. And just right here, just living it up before the matches start, you know? Hell, hell yeah. Just we're going to talk like about... half an hour. Yeah, we'll talk about previewing the matches. We're going to talk about two more of the top main matches. Okay. The first one we're going to talk about, uh, the Triple Threat Ultra Women's Championship match. Uh, that's Viva Van defending the title, the Hellbent Vixen, squaring up defending the title against not one but two opponents, Jasmine Allure and, of course, Zamaya, who's had a phenomenal year in 2023. So what do you think about that one? Uh, I think it's going to be interesting because, you know, triple threats, they're no DQ, so anything can happen, you know? Absolutely. What do you think about it, huh? Like you said, uh, no DQ. Uh, you don't know who the hell is going to win. We've, we've had major upsets before. Remember when uh, Sumi beat Tessa? I, I remember that. That was August uh, PCW Ultra No Quarter uh, back in August 2019. Out of nowhere. So anything can happen, you know? Like, um, I've been pulling for uh, for um, Jasmine Allure since 2022 to come down here. And I'm so happy when, when she, you know, the, that she, she got booked. And, um, and it, but like, like you said, Zamaya has been freaking... Amazing, absolutely, like oh, yeah. uh, phenomenal. Uh, Not even just here and other and other places like F FSW and yeah, and, and she just wrestled as well in Riga Bonder and two Collision. Years in, yeah, absolutely. She's just two years in, uh, Zamaya. Yeah. yeah, and you know, funny thing about Zamaya too, like, like she just she was booked wrestled against some some in a all women's show when she wrestled at Dreamwave in Chicago, and now she's recently going to be booked to wrestle for First Wrestling over in Minneapolis. So that's huge. Don't forget, she's always going to make her debut at FWW. Yeah, March 2nd over there in Stanton, and we're going to be there. Um, expect the wrestling enthusiasts to be there as well. So, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be phenomenal. No, no, no. I was going to say, if I was champion, I would be pissed because Viva Van, Viva Van could lose the title without getting pinned. Right. And that's hey. what I'm saying. Yo, you know what? I was about to ask yeah. the same thing as well. I would well. be mad. If I was champion, I'm like, my, I could lose my title without my, getting pinned. My opinion is that Zamaya might walk out with this because... Both predictions. Let, hey, it's the new year. Let's start it off with the bang. Exactly. Let's, yeah. let's start with the yeah, title. That's a, hell of, that's a hell of a prediction. Yeah. This is the eighth anniversary. How how do you start it off? Exactly. Zamaya's high. Zamaya pitting yeah. either Jasmine or the roll. champion. Come new champion. Start the year off and the world looks new. Something like that. Hey, you're lucky you didn't say that right near, <laughs> nearby Viva Fan when she was walking by you. <laughs> uh, did he give her a look? Hey, I give told her, look? her. I've told uh, her this. It doesn't Watch look like. Watch out for the spear. Watch yeah. out for Zamaya because I've been watching her very closely, yeah. and there's no doubt that that woman is very is is the is the woman, the to next be. woman yeah. to be. And I think it's champ. Triple threads are crazy because you could have two people going at it and then someone could sneak in and pin and win, you know? Yeah, true. And, so, and if you if you paid attention to Viva's uh, recent amazing uh, uh, promo, yeah. she is dead serious. Because oh, yeah. you gotta factor in like her personal struggle that she was going yeah, through. Right. And I can't, at I can't, I cannot deny that. And at the no, same time, she's down to three belts. Yeah. She's down to three belts. So Yeah, so she is like in like an all serious focus mode right now. Right? 
right? No. Yep. So she's down to three belts. She's against two other people, and it's stat like the odds are against her. Yeah. So who knows what's gonna happen? Like like he said, Zamaya. Yeah. Uh, that 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 that. that this that, could be that, her night. You never N know. NBA Jam. She's on fire. Might continue. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, don't forget the opponents she's faced here at PCW Ultra. She fought Danielle Camella, and even before that, Sandra Moon. So and she destroyed both of them, exactly. and it ruled. That was awesome too. And you know what? No doubt, it's a hard to choose because you know, like I said, you mentioned the experience of Viva Van. She just did a tour in Japan for TJPW, and then she just recently wrestled in Vietnam, became a Hall of Famer there. Right. Who wrestled against a PCW Ultra alumnus herself, former Women's Champion Sumi Sakai. Yeah. And she just wrestled as well in Tokyo Joshi Pro as well. Yeah, that's that's what I just mentioned. Uh, but, but but no, yeah. Uh, it's funny because I saw I saw the show on Wrestle Universe and I'm like, that's funny. Her opponent uh, Yuki Kamifuku, um, also, also she's known as Kamiyu, they got along really well. <laughs> but yeah, they they knew they were opponents, but I think that she got Kamiyu by surprise, you know. But nonetheless, though, fun little rivalry they had going on over there. They were even tag team partners in a tag match uh, over there. When they fought uh, Kaya Torabami and Shoka Nakajima. But nonetheless, though, um, yeah, and then, of course, you got Jasmine Allure, too. So Jasmine's amazing. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. She's amazing. I first saw Jasmine Allure wrestle back in Dallas, Texas in 2022 with, during the collective WrestleMania week when they did the Amp Mission Pro Wrestling Show, which is Thunder Rosa's promotion. So when I was there, I was like, wow. You, know, you were she's, there? I was there wow. in Dallas, Texas. Wow. That's and, where she's from. She's from Texas. Well, I just came back from Massachusetts. Wait, really? Well, you know, I came, I just came back from Massachusetts, so, and I plan on going to Philadelphia in, in early April, so. But nonetheless, though, absolutely. You know, everyone here has a voice in this match, and I will say they all, in all in their way, deserve the title. So... I'd probably say if Eva Van walks out with the title tonight, she'd go down as one of the the all-time great ultra women's champion of all time. Longest reigning. Longest reigning. She's already longest reigning champions current currently at the moment for PCW Ultra. Yeah, never, besides the tag team champions. Yeah, we never thought that anyone would break uh, Tessa's record. Dude, that's crazy. It's it's incredible. Yeah. But nonetheless, though. It's exciting to see, and I can't wait for this match. Uh, one final match we're talking about, and then we'll wrap this up. Um, the main event, the PCW Ultra Women's Champ, oh, excuse me, Heavyweight Championship. Um, Jacob Fatu, he's been on a major role in the last couple of shows that he's been to. Years. Yeah. He, <laughs> no, you're right. You're right about that. Absolutely. But he's been on like a major role, like ever since the past couple of weeks. Um, just participated at the Nick Gage Invitational GCW. He was just recently competed in, against Matt Riddle at MLW. So, you know, my question is, he's going up against a luchador legend since back in the day, back in the WCW days, back in the, the mid-90s. And, you know, a, tri a AAA legend, uh, L.A. Park. And all the experience that they've had has just been absolutely phenomenal and amazing. And it's just... Uh, we know that this one's going to be aggressive from the get-go. So my question to everyone here, who do you guys think is going to walk out with the title tonight? Uh, I got to go with Fatu, man. Because uh, uh, Park, 
L.A. Park could have his chairs. But people forget he's Samoan. Yep. Uh, Fatu's Samoan. So if you hit him with those famous chairs, you know, he's Samoan. <laughs> In other words, he has a hard head, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. He took a keyboard to the head, right? Yeah. He, it, like a couple, like a, almost a year ago, year ago against Black Taurus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. That's true. I remember that. And said, fuck this motherfucker later on. So, like, I don't know, bro. I, yeah. That's funny that you say that because literally every match, including the ones I see on TV, he went out and did that shit to Minoru Suzuki. You know what I mean? He fucking knocked murder grandpa down and then he fucking pointed at him and said, fuck this motherfucker. <laughs> That's the thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. With all due respect to the OG LA Park, you're walking into Wilmington, into Fatu's fucking realm. Yeah. Crowd's about to be hot, so he better be ready. Absolutely. LA Park better be ready. Fatu country. Exactly. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Down the street is called the Patch. Nothing but Samoans in the ghetto. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Hey, <laughs> as they say, we the ones. We the ones. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So I think it's unanimous to the fact that Jacob Fatu is going to win with the come out with the victory here tonight. So I think everybody agrees. What you say? Totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, Jacob Fatu, the real tribal chief. You have the high chief. Well, there you go. Uh, is Wendy, if Wendy was here, she would say the tribal bitch. So there you go. Well, she would say, right. fuck the bloodline. Fuck the tribal bitch. I, already, I can already hear that in my voice already, in her voice. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, though, PCW Ultra Anniversary 8. It's going to be a hell of an atmosphere here tonight. We already got people filing in. The regular attendees are already coming out. So... Um, with that being said, are you guys looking forward to PCW Ultra Anniversary? Well, you ready for tonight? Oh, totally. Absolutely. Oh, eight years eight years in the making, man. Oh, yeah. Eight Definitely. years. Uh, you ready for tonight? Hell fucking yeah. Right. You guys ready for tonight? Yeah. We're about to lose our voices, gentlemen. Absolutely. Yeah. You too, man. Hey. for next week. Hey, where the fuck is Tony at? Where the fuck is Tony at? Is he still talking to Jasmine Allure? Or did he... Or did he go in the bathroom to take a piss? <laughs> he didn't drink no damn beer yet, that fucker. Anyway, now nah, I'm just playing. But nonetheless, though, this is just proof that right here, live in Wilmington, California, at the ILWU Memorial Hall in Wilmington, California, the, the, the home of PCW Ultra, one thing's for sure, eight years in the making, this is a show that you definitely do not want to miss. If you guys can't be here live, Make sure you guys are watching it on Rear Mix whenever this comes out. And make sure you guys check out the show. Trust me, you don't get left behind on this one. So, guys, thank you very much. I definitely yeah, appreciate you, man. You thank you. And, Louie, thank you so uh, much. You. Appreciate it. And th thank you. I'm sorry. I know I'm... I, I, like I said, I got to remember a thousand fucking names. Yeah. One, just, yeah. Thank you, wrestling enthusiasm. Always keeping it real. Hey, I, I, that's the best thing I can do is keep it real. Fuck the phonies. Exactly. Anyway, they're phonier than a football bat. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for this episode. And live right here on location at PCW Ultra's Anniversary 8. And for, for one last time before the show starts, this is Eric Peralta, a.k.a. the Wrestling Enthusiast, reminding you to wash your ass. Just like the t-shirt said. Don't forget to buy a wash your ass t-shirt at redbubble.com. All right, guys. See you later. Have a good day. Bye-bye. That's a good one. That's a good one.